God is with you. Let us pray. Divine love, undaunted by death and fear, who went to the depths to bring back life. In the power of the cross, shape a people of service, breaking bread for a hungry world. Through Jesus Christ. Amen. When I was in fourth grade, I was really into vampire movies. Actually, I was really into one vampire movie, The Lost Boys. Maybe it was because The Lost Boys was filmed across the Monterey Bay from us at the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, our go-to spot for roller coasters. Or that it was the story of a mom and her two boys, like my family at the time. Or, most likely, it was because the movie had an incredible 80s cast. Kiefer Sutherland, Jason Patrick, Alex Winter, better known as Bill of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And of course, the two Corys, Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. The Lost Boys transitioned the vampire genre by blending vampires into daily life. It suggested that anyone could be a vampire. Vampires were like superheroes. There was something anybody could be in the right circumstances. So, for every Halloween for the next four years, I was a vampire. It was an easy costume. All you really needed were fang teeth, maybe a little fake blood to dribble down your cheek if you could find that. Vampires and variations on the myth have been a part of most cultures. Ancient Persia had pottery shards with creatures drinking blood from humans. Ancient Babylon had the myths of Lilitu, who became Lilith the blood-sucking demon in Hebrew demonology. Greeks had Impusa and Lamia and the Stryges, which were an owl-like blood-sucking creature. The vampire myth is old and varied, but one idea is steady. Vampires achieve immortality by feeding on the blood of others. Today, Jesus goes a little vampire. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood have eternal life. Taken out of context, this passage seems crazy. What is Jesus talking about? It's no wonder that early Christians were regarded as a freaky cult. People had heard about baby Jesus and communion, so they thought that Christians were baby eaters. This passage was not helping out much. Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Vampire Jesus. 
What the Halloween is Jesus talking about? My dad had a close friend who taught his kids, you are what you eat by eating a a hostess ding dong. It's true. We are what we eat. Our bodies take up nutrients from what we eat. We are what we eat. We can thoughtfully consume good food, food that has been carefully grown by watchful eyes and harvested with attention to both the product and the people cultivating it. We can choose not to eat red meat and thereby cut U.S. greenhouse gas emissions from food by 62%. What we eat and how we eat shapes who we are and who we become. Makes me think of another vampire movie, Interview with a Vampire. There's a scene in which Tom Cruise as Lestat gets kind of, he's almost killed uh, by his would-be vampire daughter, and he ate alligators to survive, and then he comes back before his daughter, he's playing the Moonlight Sonata at the piano, and his, his skin and face all looks like he's been eating croc alligators to survive. He's taken on their image. Now, maybe a better analogy is Supersize Me, the documentary in which Morgan Spurlock ate nothing but McDonald's for 30 days, during which time he gained 24 pounds, had a 13% body mass increase, and increased his cholesterol to 230 milligrams. We are what we eat, and we all get that. But sometimes we forget the other ways in which we consume. In his book on anger, Thich Nhat Hanh suggests that what we read and watch and listen to shapes us in a very similar way to what we eat. If we spend our time watching and reading content that is fearful or angry, we absorb that anger and it shapes who we are. It becomes us. The concern here is less about vampire movies and more about the sort of thoughts and habits we develop from disjointed social media, from apocalyptic projections, and from fearful news. This week, my older boys, Henry and Jimmy, were supposed to be at Lovewater Surf Camp at Campus Point. If you followed the news this week, you know why that didn't happen. I won't repeat it now, but suffice it to say that horror really affected me. I kept looking at the news reports for new details on the case that had come out. It left me sad and scared and confused and angry. I absorbed all of that emotion much like I would absorb the nutrients from eating a Big Mac. We all do this. Maybe it's the news of the pandemic, the Delta and Lambda variants spreading across Texas. Maybe it's Instagram, little snippets killing our attention span. These habits are important. What we do with our minds and bodies shapes who we are. 
And that is good news. We can shape our bodies to be their best by eating right and exercising in ways that are healthy and life-giving. We can shape our minds by challenging ourselves to learn more, to get curious about the world around us, like Proverbs suggests today. We can eat the bread of wisdom, Sophia. We can shape history by studying those who have come before us and soaking up their best attributes to bolster what is already inside of us. We can make art and music and poetry and science. We can grow food carefully and attentively so that the growth experience itself shapes who we are. And, of course, we can eat the body and drink the blood of Jesus. We can absorb Jesus. We can learn to be the lamb instead of the lion. We can offer ourselves to our loved ones. We can seek forgiveness at all costs. We can come into this world as vulnerable babies. We can be a healing presence for those in need. We can feed thousands even when we don't have much to give. We can become the body of Christ in this world. You who are hungry, you who are scared, you who want life in abundance. Take up the life of Jesus and absorb it into your being. You are what you eat. Amen. The mustard seed this week is to eat good food. That is, choose someone that you admire and consider their life and its positive aspects for you. Choose one person or read one book or listen to one record, whatever it is, Choose something that can help shape who you will be this week and who you can become that in an edifying way that seeks out the vulnerability and fullness of life of Jesus Christ. Have a great week. Trust and hope, we turn our hearts to God in prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. 
for the good earth and for the wisdom to live into our interdependence with all of God's creation. God is love. Hear the prayers of your people. For the poor and the oppressed, for the unemployed and the destitute, for the prisoners and captives, and for all who remember and care for them. God is love. Hear the prayers of your people. God, the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For deliverance from all violence, oppression, and degradation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the good work of this community, may our roles be uplifted by one another as we do healing work in Isla Vista and beyond. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. We pray this week for the people of Haiti as they deal with the earthquake and their political turmoil and the storm. For all of these we pray. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. All that we have asked faithfully, grant that we may obtain effectually to your honor and glory. Amen. And now we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And give us not into temptation, but deliver us from Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.